0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 230, recorded on May the 16th, 2019, and on today's episode we're talking swinging claws, seesaws, angry sons, but more importantly, slopes and angles. So, Jesse, let's get started on this Mario Maker blowout.
1: Hey guys, what's up? It's Marty here, and you're listening to episode 230 of Nintendo Dads. We want to thank you for tuning in. It's May 16th, 2019, and we are recording on the heels of a tiny yet huge Super Mario Maker 2 Direct that Nintendo released yesterday, coincidentally on my birthday. Joining me tonight, straight from the United Kingdom, he is a multi-instrument musician, A closeted rap fan. And yes, it really is 4am where he lives. It's Gary Gray. Thank you, thank you, thank
0: you. And happy belated birthday, Marty.
1: Thank you, thank you. I
0: hope you enjoyed your day.
1: It was, you know what? It was one of the best birthdays in a while, honestly. And it wasn't just the Mario Maker 2 thing. It was um, Aaron and I, uh, our birthdays are uh, separated by one day.
0: Oh, wow. That's so cool. she's the
1: 14th and I'm the 15th. So, but, but now for that one day, she is two years older than me.
2: <laughs>
1: and so uh, we threw her big, or I did, me. Well, I don't say I did. I took a lot of people. My, uh, her parents and I and one of our good friends uh, helped throw her a surprise birthday party this year. So it was really nice. fun. That was that was this past weekend, and it was like genuinely we surprised her, which never happens because she is super smart and figures a lot of things out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was a great day. It's been it's been a great week. Um, also joining us this week, you, you know what? Let's back up. Let's rewind. I talked so much about my birthday. Let me ask you how you were. How are you, Gary?
0: I'm I'm pretty good. Um...
1: I know you're busy right now. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm extremely busy. Still hardly playing any games, but uh, hey, I spend more time a week now talking about them, so (laughs) it's becoming a thing.
1: (laughs) Indeed it is. Welcome to adulthood. Speaking of adulthood, we're also joined tonight by Mr. Jesse Waldack. How are you, Jesse?
2: I'm good. Uh, Yeah, my my daughter is is continuing to learn what it is to be an adult. So she, she moved out a while ago, earlier this year. Um, she, she asked me to order a package for her, it's because I have Amazon Prime, so she gets it faster. Uh, but I have her debit card information, so she's still paying for it. I'm just do- processing the order and having it sent to her house. It, w- it was delivered through UPS, but for some reason it required a signature. No idea why, it's a $20 swimsuit, but it required a signature and no one was home, so it couldn't be delivered really okay have fun with this one like Hey, i'll
1: throw you a good one today i ordered a watch band for my apple watch and it required a signature wow because it the was delivered
2: thing, via ups
1: i don't the only i don't think i've
2: ever needed a signature for was like when i ordered something four hundred dollars or more
1: yeah yeah so, like apple products phones ipads i can understand like that.
2: well the apple yeah a watch band that's pushing it a little yeah, but yeah a, a it is $20 swimsuit really but i mean it's
1: it's a nice watch band it's one of those knockoff sport loop for the apple watch yeah That's i cool. how, it, well, i pay when $50 I, when you can pay 10
2: well yeah when i used my uh, daughter's uh, apple watch for a while i bought my own band cuz i didn't like the one she had and i like oh this you band. got
1: the you got the milanese loop
2: yeah this is a, this is this is an imitation one this isn't the real one from apple you know, it costs I had one. Bucks. I had
1: an invitation one that I really liked until one day I clapped my hands like this, and my Apple Watch went one way and my hands went the other.
2: <laughs> yeah, the this clasp one, just broke. This one always held up, but I I didn't really ever find a good use for the Apple Watch, so I stopped using it and gave it back to her. And I think she sold it off, but I still kept the band just in case I ever buy another one.
1: Speaking of. Finding use for things. We hope that you find a use for the show this week. We're about to dive in to our news section. Uh, we're going to break down Nintendo's uh, Super Mario Maker 2 Direct yesterday, as well as news out of Japan about Nintendo's sales figures for the Switch, uh, newly released NES games on Nintendo Switch Online, and a whole lot more. So let's get right into it, shall we? And of course, as always, our news this week is brought to us by you, our good fans, over at patreon.com backslash Dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can change the world, and you can do things like comment each and every week on our topics and questions posts and get featured on the show or be part of our discord channel, uh, where yes, for a dollar a month, you get access to the animal crossing Plaza, uh, in discord, including our monthly mayhem. And by the way, let me, uh, insert this here. Monthly mayhem for the month of may is almost over. You have two days left to submit your cuphead scores in the monthly mayhem score. Uh, channel there in the, in discord. And, uh, there is, has been, look, y'all I beat cuphead and I felt pretty proud of myself. And then I went and looked at the other rankings like mole. Yeah. Well, I wasn't (laughs) going to say his name because I feel like if you say his name three times, it's like Beetlejuice and he (laughs) appears and he wrecks you at a video game and then, and then disappears and goes somewhere else. Um, so yeah, I mean he's dominating. It's it's really it's it's fascinating. Uh, but anyway, you can submit those over there. And again, the, it's not just a typical whoever we did sh- the best wins.
2: It's and he, he's you, laughing you know, in the chat now.
1: Your 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 um your accomplishments earn tickets that then enter you in a raffle for eShop giveaway. And that's how we're doing our eShop giveaways now, guys. We're still going to be giving away uh, some. Some eShop cash every month, but it's going to come through Monthly Mayhem. And right now, over on the Discord, you can go vote for the next Monthly Mayhem game. And I thought it was going to be, like, something crazy or something brand new, you know. No. This month's selections are either Downwell, which is right now available on the Nintendo eShop for $3, or a brand new game that is coming out very soon. I believe it's coming out this week it may have already launched called Skelly Celeste. And uh, it's it's like a roguelike uh, dungeon crawler type thing with 8-bit graphics. Both of them are really cheap. Both of them are infinitely replayable. I love Downwell. I think it's it's a great competition game. I'm uh, not trying comes,
2: to influence the votes. Skelly comes out next Friday, the 24th. Is, did I, did for- I say that right? Is it Skelly Celeste? Looks like it. It's, it's Celeste with an S, not with a C like the other game. Yeah, But yes. Kelly
1: <laughs> Maybe that's the way you pronounce it. But anyway, uh, those two games are the ones you can vote for, and you need to vote this weekend for that. So head on over to Discord. If you're not a patron, how about becoming a dollar patron this weekend and jumping in over there uh, and getting in some monthly Mayhem scores and also being able to participate in next month's as well with the vote. Thank you so much to all of our patrons for all that you do for us. Let's dive right into the news. Uh, the biggest news this week, of course, is Super Mario Maker 2. Nintendo finally took the lid off of this game uh, in a 15-minute direct that was, po- that was posted or released on May 15th, which is kind of ironic. And they, man, talk about pulling back layers. Uh, they gave us all types of things, brand new features, brand new modes, Uh, brand new online capabilities, pre-purchase promotions, and way more. And so we're just going to start at the top of our list, which would be the top of the Direct, and uh, run down these. And as we get to the end of each section, we'll kind of stop and comment and talk about some of the things that uh, in there that are good. Uh, And so, of course, we already knew Slopes were coming in Mario Maker 2, what we didn't know is that two angles of slope were being um, unveiled. You have your traditional uh, downward slope, and then you have a gentle slope as uh, well. I think well, we knew
2: which, that. I think we did know. Did we know about gentle? It was it wasn't specific, specifically pointed out. But if you watched the videos and you know did did the kind of little yeah, analysis I just, of what you I saw, guess, I guess I just
1: thought yeah. that they were all like under one heading. You know what I mean? Like you could just get in there and just draw a slope and it would be done. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like I have the four, I think they do like a 45 degree and a 30, 30 degree for your yeah. two, two.
1: So windows. those are coming in. Also, uh, we had already seen this and some of the stuff we had already seen kind of like in promotional posters and standees in stores. And it had already kind of been blown before Nintendo, uh, put this out. Angry Sun is in the game from super Mario three. It looks like he will also be able to change styles between Mario Brothers and uh, New Super Mario uh, U. Which, by yeah, the way, that's creepy uh, looking. Prior, prior to this direct, there was no confirmation that, that the New Super Mario Brothers theme was in the game. We everyone was thinking it w- had been replaced by 3D World, but now we see that New Super Mario Brothers uh, is indeed in the game. Uh, as well as Mario 3, Mario World, and Super Mario Brothers, um, Angry Sun will be usable. And all those snake blocks are in, and those will go at two speeds. There's a red snake block that, uh, or green snake blocks that is slower, a blue snake block that is speedier. On and off switches uh, will be available, and they can do several things like uh, make walls appear and disappear. They can change track directions. They can do a lot of stuff. Uh, it looks like those will be use- really, really useful for puzzle levels. Uh, as Gary mentioned in the intro, seesaws are in the game, and those can be put on tracks where they'll like move along, and you'll have to you know re- seesaw them back and forth and not die. Uh, and then a swinging claw, like a claw game, swinging claw.
2: Yeah, what is that like completely new? I don't think I've ever seen that in any other game. Just, I wanted to pause somewhere?
1: here and I wanted to talk about this. Where, where has this been in a Mario game?
2: I haven't. I don't know. It's new to me. Other than yeah. the only Ebro, thing that I can think of, evil says the floor is lava. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the only thing that I can think of with the claw is that Mario Land Two has a claw mini game, where you pick up items at the end of each level if you can ring the bell. Huh. Uh, and so I don't know if it's that or if this is just hey let's throw this in here and see if it works uh, and obviously it does it looks like a really cool dynamic again you you jump the claw catches you and you're able to swing, swing back and forth and it you, you know then you can jump off there and you know get different heights I'm sure there's going to be a ton of levels uh, where it's going to be just claws you know from one end to the other and you're going to have to well, to hang no. on to each one um, what I find well, interesting about while that collecting is, red coins <laughs> oh sure yeah I'm sure um, what I find interesting about that is why they did not use the vine instead
2: like a swinging vine
1: yeah because I mean there is a precedent for a swinging vine because new Super Mario Brothers has had those before well,
2: with a claw you can you could the claw item can hold an item to start with. That'll That's drop true. when you run under it.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It will. It, you can run. I mean they they had made a very rudimentary claw game in uh, the preview that you could see there. So it's not just for catching Mario. It can it can hold enemies and items uh, as well. They showed off dynamic water effects, which we knew uh, were pretty much coming at three different speeds. That waters can rise and lower as well as a starting point for water and an ending point. Uh, some of the level can have water. Some of the level can't, uh, there's lots that you're going to be able to do with that. Um, they also showed, uh, in this that you are going to be able to, and I I don't see this in your notes, Jesse. So I'm going to kind of go ahead and, and talk about this is that if you draw a line of boxes or draw a line of ground or whatever from top to bottom, uh, in the diagram, it actually sections that room off now like a secret room and you will yeah. not be able to see that from that, other parts of the map.
2: Yeah, that's what scroll stop is when I
1: Okay. Yeah, okay, you just termed it some different. Scroll stops in the game again like you can you can make coin rooms and treasure rooms or trap rooms, section them off and you don't have to put them in some bizarre part of the map that you'll never see. You can just put them somewhere and because of that that line it's gonna it's gonna hide them uh a much requested feature was confirmed vertical sub areas are now part of the game uh you can have these as regular levels that you play or they can auto scroll uh and auto scroll is now in any direction you can change angles and speeds on the fly certain parts of the level can scroll at the first speed and then it changes and it, it ramps up to two or three you can make it go up, backwards, down, left to right, anywhere you really want it to. Um, the the line, you know, the little, the, I guess the level track line at the bottom is now draggable and editable uh, for you to be able to do that. And so I thought that was really cool. That's, that's something people have been asking for for uh, a good while. Uh, Bonsai Bill is in the game. Uh, they made a big deal about showing that he can go in the four cardinal directions, but also come in from the from the background
2: and three blocks
1: only in 3d 3D world. world. That's right. But in all the others, Bonsai bill also has a homing variant, uh, which looks absolutely
2: terrifying, uh, with all All, these Bonsai bills are coming toward you. all uh, All it needs is wings on it and it'll make it even more terrifying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, big coins are now in the game. You can set, uh, coins to be 10, 30 or 50, uh, and use those to tempt players into challenge spots in your level to make them work a little bit harder. Uh, also added in is a brand new uh, item. There was the Buzzy Beetle Shell and the Spiny Shell in the first game. Now there is a Dry Bone Shell that will that allow looks you to... really walk. cool. Yeah, it allows you to walk on lava, uh, but it also, if you press down, will crumble you for a few brief seconds, and you will be invincible while this works, which opens up a ton of possibilities, again, for levels uh, like, you know, auto scroll levels where it's pushing you past different things and you have to crumble at different times. And it, I'm, I'm just really thrilled with this game, if you can't tell. New sound effects are in the game. Uh, also confirmed uh, something that we thought was coming. Co-op making is in the game, which means that two people with two Joy-Cons can Create a level on the same screen. Um, let's just stop right there and let's talk about some of these. Because uh, some of the stuff that we're about to talk about is just really huge. Uh, tons of stuff uh, that was confirmed. Uh, I, I guess I'll throw a couple more in there. Uh, new enemies that we would kind of already seen. Twisters. Uh, you can put in icicles now that fall uh, when... When you run by, Red Yoshi is in the game. I would wager to say there's other color Yoshis as well. Probably. Um, blue and blue and yellow were big in Mario World. I, I have a feeling we'll see those again. Uh, conveyors can now be sloped. There are parachutes. Uh, Boom Boom is in the game as well as Pom Pom. And uh, notice today, or are actually shown off. And we're going to circle back around to this because I want to ask you about it. Uh, the Koopa car, not the clown car, but an actual vehicle like a car. Uh, has been shown, I'm guessing because racing levels were so popular in the first Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But here's the, the crazy thing. In in the direct, when they got into the, the Koopa car, the Super Famicom logo came up on the screen.
2: Yeah, I noticed this as well. That was, that was a sound effect. Oh, it was a sound effect. So what does it yeah. do? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. But they showed... See, I think Game Explained had a video that was shown in... They saw another video that Japan had that was 20 more minutes on top of the 15 minutes directly wow. had. And they, they were dug more in depth, including the new sound effects. And when you trigger a sound effect, you get a graphical blip, 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 blip. And one that looked like a Famicom logo was one of those icons. We, so we should have got the sound. The video too. I just don't know what sound it is.
1: Just saying, we should we should have got the longer video. Uh, speaking of that, I think it'd be a good time to mention new sound effects are in as well. Um, out of this list so far, what 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 do you guys what do you guys like the most? I mean, what do you think is gonna be the most fun to play with? Um, what 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 was the addition maybe that you
2: I don't were know wanting if made, and it and it made it in? See, I don't know if you mentioned this one in my list, but uh... They, you can have a level have different clear conditions other than just just hitting the flagpole.
1: Yeah, yeah we th- were going to talk the, about that here in a minute, but that's okay. that's fine. To go ahead and, and mention yeah, it. Yeah, I think
2: I think that would be probably the most interesting thing, because you know people the people who can make good levels can be very creative. And yeah, th- th- and so for those fine. of
1: you who are who are not following what Jesse's saying, what that basically means is like your typical Mario clear condition is get to the flagpole, but you can have custom clear conditions like kill all the dry bones or make it to the end as super mario or be cap mario uh or, when you cross the
2: goal line or collect a certain number of points
1: yes and so uh if i'm not mistaken those some of those were already active in the 3DS version of mario maker right
0: yeah and so i think yeah, I, I was never person, that one. i think i was the only person who owned the 3DS version oh no i am. You got it as well. Yeah, they were they were like submissions in it, so you didn't have to do them, um, and they were only in the uh, the Nintendo built levels, uh, and they were like an optional uh, extra. So basically, if you finish the level, you got like a coin, and then you could go back and do uh, whatever mission they'd give you after that, which again would be the same sort of thing right. to collect another coin. I think I think this is one of the biggest changes in this in the game because um later on when everybody else dropped off the original mario maker um all the best creators were still going and they still are today and a lot of their um levels have like a a secret ending so mainly normally with the red coins uh, but it means now they can actually be integrated into just being the normal ending so you, you find a lot of like really well designed metroidvanias um because of that yes and now they're gonna obviously be. Oh, it's gonna be no ridiculous.
1: Uh, but no, and it's like that's the big thing is like clear conditions before were pre-programmed by Nintendo. Now you can create your own. hmm and, and so that's that's a pretty big deal. I, uh, I think for me, out of all of this, uh, just what we've talked about so far, uh, the the water levels, uh, I think is is a huge bonus. Uh, because it adds a ton to the game. Um, you know, be, you, you you were able to create water levels in the original Mario Maker, but it was just like completely underwater. Now you can play around with the physics of that. And uh, also the on and off blocks. Like, I'm really excited about the possibilities for that. Like, they showed off even in the direct. You know, Mario kicking a buzzy beetle shell and having to hit the on and off block to get it through a certain, you know, course so that it would get a red coin. And that's going to be... There's going to be a ton of that. I'm excited uh, for, for all of that. There, oh. and, and really, anytime you can add in other enemies as well, like Angry Sun, Bonsai Bill. Um, and and they showed more later on. And, and we just didn't talk about them because they're mainly 3D World stuff, and we'll get to that here in a minute. But um, like Twister is in as well. Boom Boom and Pom Pom, I think, are in all of the... Cool. Um,
2: she, pom pom was only, I think, was mentioned specifically in the 3D world part. So boom she,
1: boom, boom is definitely in all boom four. Boom of
2: the boom boom is in all all sections, but I think yeah, pom all pom four is only regular sections.
1: World. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah, you're probably right on that. Um, okay. but,
2: but anything we, else from that section? Well, wait, uh, before we move on, I want to mention chat. Okay, you go ahead, Gary, and then I'm. Uh, I was
0: going to say, I think. I think one of the, the things that's really gonna change this game a lot more than it should is the slopes because that's something that everyone wanted in the original Mario Maker anyway. And especially when they added the Mario Maker level to Smash Four. Um and
1: there it, were made people,
0: it made people sh- and there were slopes now, it made people sure that they was gonna patch them in and they never did. And I think it's gonna change the game a lot. It's gonna in fact it's gonna change it like uh, like having a, having to put a signature for a twenty dollar swimsuit. It's uh, it's gonna make that much of an impact.
1: Uh, j- just be prepared for the very first like week that this game is out, that every course you play is going to have slopes.
0: Oh yeah, every single.
2: <laughs> right. It's kind of uh,
1: like when Link came out for Mario Kart Eight, and you go online yeah. and
2: everybody's Link. Or, or, or Smash when Joker launched, everyone was Joker. Yep. So, so uh, it, it's gonna happen. I don't, I don't know if you guys
0: mentioned it yet because my PC crashed, um, so you lost me for a second. Um, but the uh, voting for the, the end of the levels, you've got an up vote and a down vote now.
1: Yeah, we haven't mentioned that yet. We'll get to that as we talk about online features, which are very good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to talk about those. Uh, Jesse, what were you talking about in the chat? What, what are yeah, people so saying over
2: there? FNAF and Friends Puppet asks... Are they going to talk about amiibo support at E3? I, it, I, don't, I don't know of, that
1: they're going to talk about this game at E3. Yeah,
2: well, I was, and if they do,
1: I don't think it's going to
2: be amiibo support. They left enough holes. I think they might cover five minutes of it at E3, but because I can see. The, but yeah, I, I think they have to have amiibo support because that was a big part of the first game.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's I huge. Think to, I
2: don't think they're going to lose that. That that was yeah, one I, I of the reasons what that was one of the reasons that why I played that game as long as I did is because I tried to collect as many of the costumes as I could,
1: yeah, I still don't have all the ones from the first one, but i'm I'm done now I'm,
2: like, I'm not going right. back and then uh it was also mentioned in the in the screen that showed all the levels level styles next to three d world there's an obvious gap that something else yep. might fit in there. So that might,
1: I think. Yeah, keep listening. We're going to talk about it in the rumor section here in just a little bit.
2: So yeah, I think that'll probably be 3 as part of the final updates because the game will launch like two weeks after E3. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that uh, like if you remember back when Smash, when they were doing the directs and they were blurring stuff out or there was stuff that wasn't where it was supposed to be, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then all of a sudden when the game released, it was there. Uh, they have the ability to edit stuff out. And maybe we well, let's just skip the rumor section, and we'll just talk about it right here. It's gonna be Mario two. It's gotta be Mario two. <laughs> uh, and if it's not, this game is absolute garbage. and oh my gosh, if they like it says literally says extra game styles and <laughs> and they made a they made a huge deal. Of saying Mario 3D World has to be here because it's so different than all the others and it's so different, it clears out whatever you've made. Well, why would they do that? Well, that's because they've put in a section for game styles that you can only make levels that look like that style. They're only going to be contained in there. It's got to be Mario 2. Please let it be Mario 2. Some people said Odyssey, and I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't think it's going to be Odyssey.
0: Honestly, I'd like to see uh, Mario Land Two, the six golden coins. That's the I, art style I'd want to see.
1: I, I said this to Justin uh, the other day. He and I were talking back and forth before the direct, and I said, "I will pay for any DLC for this game that they will they will give us." And if that's we're going to give you extra game styles, and they're going to be 10, 15 bucks down the down the road, yes, yes, yes. Give me Mario Two. Give me Mario Land Two. Give me Mario Land. Give me Paper Mario. Mm,
0: I, I don't, Paper Mario you know, would be cool.
1: I don't care. Let me let me do some of the those things. Like if if they did it like Super Paper Mario.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm, let that, you flip yeah. flip 2D 3D. I don't think they'd let you flip 2D 3D. <laughs> I think it would be I think it would be right. based 2D just like 3D World is probably. But anyway, well, let's move on. Let's talk about this next section. Uh, story mode was also introduced. During this direct and they spent quite a bit of time talking about this 100 plus courses will be available during uh, the story mode, which is centered around rebuilding Princess Peach's castle, uh, which, you know, now Mario has rebuilt the Mushroom Kingdom in Mario run. And now he's having to build a freaking castle back. Uh, needy, needy, needy. That's all I want to say.
2: <laughs>
1: and, it, and it like you go in and you complete the levels and you get coins and those coins allow you to build new parts of the castle and that allows you to get to new Toads that give you new levels and you meet interesting characters like Mr. Eraser and Undo Dog and do different things for them. Um, I, I did see... Nintendo, You know, Nintendo's um, Treehouse has always kind of been up on pop culture. is like in some of the references that they translate and everything. And uh, Toadette in in one of the screenshots was named chief and her quote was her quote was this ain't it (laughs) (laughs) this ain't it chief uh some of y'all get that i don't uh it it's just it's it's memes dude it's just memes and if you don't get it then anyway (laughs) i don't know that i get it i just know that i've seen it um so, story mode is going to be uh, a big thing. I'm, I'm actually like, are y'all looking forward to story mode? Because I am.
2: I am. It's, yeah. I, I'm probably in- not as much.
1: Yeah. See, th- I just think the Nintendo levels that are in story mode, like especially like for the 3DS, you know, because it had kind of a story mode as well. Like when they give themselves permission to quote cheat a little bit and play outside the parameters of a typical Mario game. Are wonderful, hmm. and and so I think that uh, I look forward to the variety and wonder, and all kinds of different things that come out of this.
2: I wonder if they're gonna whatever they're gonna you know whatever they're gonna do on June eighth with their Mario Maker tournament. I don't know what that's going to be yet, but uh, you know when they did this back in uh, twenty fifteen, they introduced the three Mario Maker levels. From the tournament into the game, yeah. I wonder if they're gonna do that here too.
1: You know what would be smart for them to do during that tournament is to get uh, famous developers to design the level and yeah, have they, people play through it.
0: Didn't they do that at some point? They had some of the if it was downloadable levels. They got um, developers who uh, worked for the
1: companies. Yeah,
2: like, like I was just saying, could, like it'd would would be cool.
1: One? I don't know that Kojima did one, but like, it would be really cool if they like had who, like whatever they're planning for E3. If there's a couple of big, you know, third party developer drops that those guys would do a level for the Mario maker thing. And it would all just be congruent. It would all tie in together. I don't so, know. So the I'm interesting not saying reveal anything. I'm just saying here's Koji Garashi and he's going to make a, a Mario level. And you're going to be able to like, think about this guy's, you're gonna be able to tap in the Simon Belmont amiibo, and now you have Mario Castlevania.
0: Oh yeah, oh. Castle.
1: I'm down for this. Like, I'm I'm super down for this. In the uh, ghost house, perfect fit. Yes, in the ghost house. There you go. And he can so, like he can show some of that stuff off. I don't know.
0: On, on the subject of having the the world champion. Mario Maker thing happening. I mean, they did do the original Mario Maker in the Nintendo World Championships last time we saw those. Right. Uh, It was a content. But uh, obviously, with the online modes now, we're going to see, you know, um, a better version of that, basically. And I I feel that this is going to end up being in their um, competitions going forward because Nintendo UK versus, which I don't know if you have a U.S. versus I don't do. I have no idea. Uh, it, it, they were tweeted about Mario Maker, which I found strange. Uh, and obviously, it could be added to their basically esports list that that they have, um, as they seem to have dropped both Arms and Pocket Tournament. Um, <laughs> it looks like it could be filling in a gap that's been left there.
1: Just like most people have.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that there's when a game stops getting updates, it's kind of. It's yeah. got a time limit on them. And uh, yeah, I think that they, for the last couple of times I've seen them, they've only really had Mario Kart, Splatoon and Smash. Yeah. So they need another game in that. And in my opinion, Mario Maker is now pretty much a perfect fit for that. So it'd be interesting to see if they if they take it to the competition zones and all that sort of stuff. Because every time they do an event in England, and Nintendo UK versus is is normally there. Whether it be, you know, um, EGX, the biggest um, show in England, or or even some of the little local ones, some of the Comic-Cons. And yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see if that's now added to those stations.
1: Uh, I agree. Um, let's talk about some of these other uh, new elements and then get to some of the multiplayer stuff, because that, that is relevant. Um, four brand new course themes are also being added to the main four uh, theme. you know, I guess, or templates or whatever desert snow forest and sky will all be added. So you can play those in Mario, Mario three, Mario world and the super Mario brothers. And also they mentioned that you will be able to unlock, uh, night versions of the, all of these course themes, uh, that will have extra effects. Uh, and the, like the angry sun becomes the moon. um, and when you touch the moon, it will kill all the enemies on the screen. Uh, it, and like in certain places, it will give you anti-gravity or uh, it will do you'll be upside down or all kinds of interesting effects will happen. They didn't reveal all of them, uh, obviously, uh, but it looks really neat that they are you know, kind of forward thinking on that. I, I did want in the first Mario Maker, I was like, man, Mario, you know, had those like the original Mario Brothers had those really cool looking night levels, you know, where the the background was black and you yeah. know, and and I wish that we could make those. Well, now it looks like we're going to be able uh, to do that. Um, eventually, they did mention that you'll be able to use it uh, unlocked without Angry Sun, uh, and I would imagine that those extra effects are probably also toggle, uh, they'd be able to be toggled on and off as I well. I hope so
2: because I, you know, I would probably want, I would want. To see night-themed levels, both still with the regular physics.
1: Yeah, I agree. As customizable as this game is, is shaping up to be, I, I fully believe they'll be able to be toggled on and off. Maybe
2: they can be toggled to the on-off switch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it
1: might be. Uh, Mario 3D World was shown after that, and it was placed in another section uh, of the theme overall themes uh, called Extra Game Styles. Uh, where a again, as we said earlier, think something was left blank next to that, uh, and we'll see what that's going to be. But uh, lots of different things going on here with Mario World. Of course, it isn't 3D uh, as it is on the Wii U, but it is 2D now. But includes all everything you're familiar with. Cat Mario is available and is and he is able to climb up uh, structures in the background. It was he was shown climbing trees. He was shown climbing walls. He has Black his pounce. He has the slide. Yeah, um, clear pipes are also in the game. Uh, that can you can make a custom shape, but enemies can also use those as well, just like they could in uh, 3D World.
2: And in that, ex- in that extra video that they showed in Japan, they showed a clear pipe that had a capped off of the back end. So when okay. Mario hit that cap, it basically turned him around, and he had to sk- he had to be g- spat back out where he started. Okay,
1: from. so that is in. So cool. you could.
2: So you can kind of make traps.
1: Wow. So that's going to be neat. Uh, crates are in. You're able to, uh, these float on water. You're also, and, and lava, apparently. Uh, you can pick these up and throw them uh, and use them as bridges. Uh, warp blocks are in uh, that take you to different areas. Spike blocks are in. Uh, exclamation blocks are in. Blinking blocks are in. Uh, I like which is kind of the, Yeah, like the timed thing, you know, like it beeps. Beep, beep, click, yeah. and it switches over. You're going to be able to use those. Uh, track blocks are in, which allow you to pre-program a, a thing when you hit them. To They'll go out, and you'll be able to, to climb or get across something with them. Uh, they added in a mushroom trampoline that looks like it comes in two colors, one that is not so high and one that is a higher bounce. Uh, and then from there, they mentioned some enemies. Um,
2: yeah, like like. Quick shoot shot these.
1: Yeah. Piranha <laughs> Creeper is in the game, which will go wherever you draw. Uh, Skip Squeak, Koopa Troopa Car, Charvar, Pom Pom, Bonsai Bill, and also Meowser, which is his now new official name. Meowser is in the game as well, which is Cat Form Bowser. Uh, a lot of people have guessed that there may also be a Meowser Jr. Uh, that is coming for this game uh as well
2: so is meowser a nintendo canon name or is that a fan thing because
1: i no, it's in there because i noticed on one of the of the uh menus when they moused over him it said meowser
2: okay uh are so, they are
0: they applying that to everything else so is it going to be a, a Mumba, and a Mumba trooper
2: <laughs> so what, what would it be in japan do they call him uh Mulet bill Mew, mule, Because he would yen for a cat instead of meow.
1: <laughs> well, see, they don't call him Bowser in Japan. He's just Koopa.
2: True. It does hasn't
1: got the same, same. It does, yeah. doesn't, have a good, doesn't have as uh, good a ring to it as Meowser does. Um,
2: okay.
1: Another on. thing that I thought was, was interesting that they did mention during this is that Koji Kondo has composed all new music. Kondo Sama. Game. Uh, And I'm super excited about that because uh, that that means new kind of remixed versions of themes for these um, winter, desert, snow, uh, forest, uh, sky levels, different parts. Uh, He's done all of that. And y'all, I didn't realize yesterday, or I I guess I've always realized this, but like after the direct yesterday, that 3D world theme is an absolute earworm. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. It is so good. It is so good. And people don't mention it enough um, as they talk talking about Mario music, but that, that original 3D World theme, like from the very first level, is so, so good. Uh, so there's still plenty to talk about. I did notice online today someone posted a screenshot showing power-ups, and there is a Hammer power-up that no one has talked about yet. I missed that. And, and so some people believe that that is going to be Hammer uh, brother Mario from Mario three, but the the crazy thing about it was it was being shown off in New Super Mario Brothers theme.
2: Now they're going to do Mar- the Mar- the Hammer Brothers out- outfit with the slopes. You know the thing, you know how that works with three.
1: Oh yeah, where you can like get in the shell.
2: Yeah, because because normally in play it, when. When you have that suit on and you're standing on a slope, down will still give you a crouch. But there's one point in the game where if you're in mid-slide when you get the get the costume, the slide continues. So there is there are sprites for a sliding Hammer Brother Mario, but most people has never seen it because it very rarely has one used. room.
1: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I hope they do it. I've always loved the Hammer Brothers suit. I think it's a great fit for Mario Maker. I think there's some cool things you could do with it. Time will tell. Uh, we'll talk about Nintendo Switch online features now. Uh, Course World is back. You can use it to share con- content along with CourseBot. Uh, but now users can place comments on courses if enabled. In other words, uh, say you fall off some donut blocks that are uh, particularly hard to uh, to get to or hard to jump from. You can leave a what appears to be a pre-programmed uh, little image there that that warns people. It does not look like you're able to type in your own images uh, or type in your own text. So like you were, you, you were able to do that with Mario Maker, right? You could draw. Yeah. Yeah, they,
2: yeah they had Meverse posts. Right. So you're not going to be now, able to do that. It's now dead, but uh, I think this is its Meverse-like, similar functionality. Right.
1: Another thing that I was really excited about uh, is that courses can be downloaded for offline play uh, so that you do not have to have an internet connection to play your favorite courses. I think that's a fantastic, fantastic choice uh, and necessary since the Switch is both portable and dockable, right? Yep. Uh, that, that's a brilliant thing. Uh, maker profiles will also be uh, back, which will include your Maker points and rank, just like it did for Super Mario Maker one but on this one you will be able to customize your me i guess your your maker uh avatar with all kinds of different unlockables that you will get as you achieve different ranks and go uh and and do different things i'm sure they'll be pretty easy to unlock but uh everything from toad hats to you know peach outfits to different kinds of things like that it looked like we're in the game uh which is pretty interesting there will also be ranking boards um which it, there's kind of an endless mode online. And depending on how far you get, you can level up your ranking uh, in the global rank. Um, the, the, the direct showed somebody achieving 11th in the world.
2: <laughs> easy <laughs> which, when only 20 people have played yeah, the level. I, I was going to say, I'm sure it's easy
1: right now. Uh, but I think that's cool that you're able to have kind of the endless mode. It, it did not seem like 100 Mario Challenge was back uh it seemed like endless mode was kind of taking its its place like run until you just can't complete a level uh which for some people is going to be one death let's <laughs> let's be honest it's i mean it's going to be challenging um one of the one of the big things that they did mention was was co-op play and maybe you can help me here on this cuz i'm a little bit confused about this as well four people can play courses on the same switch, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know about I, that. I think
1: I think
2: these are one person per switch. Yeah.
1: One person per switch per copy of the game, right? Yeah. So if you want to play with your kids, you're in for a pretty penny uh, buying everybody copies of Mario Maker Two. Now I understand why they're doing it because, uh, like, when you're doing tight platforming and Mario is a very tight platformer game you want that camera that's centered on your character not somebody else's character right
2: right uh, so everyone, and so so you don't have to worry about bubbles anymore everyone right. have their own view it can I be think this is definitely the way to go level.
1: with it uh, but courses can be played up to four player with randomly selected courses uh, I, you can make courses on the same screen so it's not completely broken and busted uh, two player but uh, the ability to take and, and go play and be matched up with random people online and play Mario Maker courses, I think is, it's scary, but it's brilliant. Uh, and there's two ways of doing this. Number one is a race to the end to see who can be the first one to complete uh, the level. The second one is a cooperative mode in which if one player completes the level, everyone completes the level and they all get points for that. Um, You, I I feel like, am I wrong in saying this, that this is like, this is this game's killer feature.
0: I I think it is. I think this is the single thing that I'm most excited for. Uh, uh, You know, the possibilities on it are endless. And uh, as you, guys are fully well aware there's mario maker streamers out there who are still streaming the first game like this opens up a huge possibility for those guys as well
1: i cannot wait to see paul lloyd oh yeah friend of the show paul Man, me he is going to i mean i know he's already flipping out but... as,
2: part of, as part of the course maker that you're able to put turn on different tags that you think qualify like, it's mm-hmm. a puzzle-based thing, or just... uh And you
1: can search by those as well, which is yeah. the reason for the tags, which is really right.
2: cool. And one of the tags is meant, you know, if this is a course meant to be played multiplayer, you can tag it. And so that, I'm sure that'll come up. That's, y'all, there
1: is going to be... Think about this. There's going to be insane multiplayer courses where people have to take different routes to get to the same goal. Yeah. Think about that. It's going to be insane. And uh, as Gary mentioned earlier, uh, the ability now to upvote and downvote, of course, uh, has been added, which I think is excellent. Um, I just hope that that downvote button doesn't get abused, which I feel like it can.
0: There's a few things that they need to do to make it uh, sort of uh, friendly for everyone, really. Uh, This is why a lot of places like facebook don't have a downvote button um because of obviously trolls i mean you know we've seen it through nintendo's history as well like with the federation force um trailer where everybody took to youtube and downvoted it to the point where nintendo took the voting off um the problem with it is is that it can be it can be damaging to a user if they Create a level they think is good And they see that it's got like 200 negative votes and only 3 positive ones So they have to be kind of Careful about how they're going to go about uh, Implementing This in, in the right way uh, So it's going to be interesting to see if you can Actually see how many times it's been downvoted And if other people can see how many times It's been downvoted And if it in fact makes any sort of difference To how long it stays online And uh, if, if eventually They'll get booted so, uh, it, that, you
1: know, that's my biggest a,
0: question about it. There's a
1: simple way around this. And the simple way around it is that you have to play and complete the level to vote for it.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think the original because then you don't have people
1: started. who what you, you don't have there is you don't have people who can just come and pile on somebody. Yeah. And like, oh, we don't like this person anymore. So I'm going to go round up all my Internet friends and we're going to go downvote all his levels. You know, at least play them first. Like, at least make it where the person has to play the level first.
0: Yeah, I believe that the original Mario Maker, you could give someone a star for their level without even finishing it. hmm Which, uh, I, I, I'm with you. I don't really agree with that. I think you should have to finish a level before you could put your input on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Because uh, we know <laughs> that... Uh, the Internet is not always the shiny, happy place that we want it to be, right? Yep. Uh, so uh, I hope that it just doesn't backfire on them. But it looks like uh, just by this, and, I mean, we've been, you know, we here on the show, again, we love Nintendo, and but we try to be fair and balanced, right, as far as, you know, pointing out good things and flaws. And it looks to me like Nintendo has put in significant thought and development time into the online features of this game. Agreed. The, the, the execution of it is going to be what remains to be seen. Like, show me the video of four people playing online, fine. Am I going to lag when I play online? That's my question. Am I going to, like, is it going to be unplayable because I need to make a precise jump and I can't?
0: To to me the interesting thing about this entire direct was that they had no mention of the app. Not a single mention of the mobile phone app. No. Uh, and uh, this has this has surely this has to be integrated into uh, at some point or they have to get rid of the app. They but, have to do one I mean, thing or the other.
1: You know what's going to because I mean they didn't mention the app at all except for voice chat with Smash and now look what we have. Yeah. Right. I mean you're gonna be able to see people like you know, you remember Mario, what was it, the, the Mario Maker bookmark site yeah. that you could go on and sign in? That's going to be in the app. You're going to be able to search for levels via the app and download them to your device. You have to be able to do that.
0: And this will, that would be the first time I'd actually use the app for anything because I haven't used it for Smash. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I haven't played Smash since Piranha Plant's been in, introduced. Um, and I think that Mario Maker is the perfect place for the app. Not so much for the voice chat still, because I don't think anything's perfect for that voice chat, but uh definitely searching for users and downloaded levels is definitely something that I think they need in the app.
1: Here here's the deal that, that that I have with it. Like think about um I used that the 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 web portal bookmarker mainly to find amiibo levels mm-hmm. that I wanted to play. Like if amiibo functionality comes back and you're able to search for amiibo levels via the, the app that becomes infinitely usable to me. Whereas I'm like you, I don't crack the first bit of light on that app. Most of the time it's on the front page of my phone and I, it just sits there. Uh, I mean, I've, I've gone in it a couple of times since smash has you know come up, but with no search ability, like not like not even able to search titles. Um, that doesn't really help. It's not really helpful. So mm-hmm. you've got to be able, there's got to be a way to sort Mario Maker levels because, y'all, this is early life cycle Switch. Let's be real about it. Early life cycle Switch, Mario Maker was late life cycle Wii U. Yeah. And there were still millions of levels. Yeah.
2: That was 2015, right?
1: Yeah. So oh. imagine how many levels there's yeah. going to be within the first two years Yeah. of this being out. And it's gonna be there. There's not gonna be a Mario Maker three
2: on on Switch. Seems like longer than four years ago, but I don't know. It could be, it, it could be wrong.
1: <laughs> it, it's pretty close. Uh, let's talk about one last thing, and that is the vouchers. If you've been online uh, any over the last day or so, you've heard about the Nintendo voucher program. Uh, there are a couple of pre-purchase promotions that are being run for Mario Maker right now. Number one is the $70 pre-purchase promotion for the game, and a 12-month Nintendo Switch Online subscription, which means you get a Nintendo Switch Online subscription for $10. If you buy this, you get uh, the 12 months. If you're already a member, it stacks on top of your current membership, so it basically adds a year to your current membership for $10. Uh, it is not known... Whether this is going to be valid for family members right now or not, uh, it's probably only valid for single members, which kind of shoots the usefulness of that in the foot for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, if you don't have Nintendo Online, this is the package you need to buy. Go ahead and get, think about this, think about it this way. You're buying Mario Maker Two, which is going to be a fantastic game, and for ten dollars more, you're getting access to online capabilities and forty plus NES games right now. Yep, it is a steal of a deal, and, uh, and you know this, this did,
2: will be available physical in addition to the digital, yes, as well. Uh, and, the,
1: the, we had heard, you know, when the investor call uh, about a month ago that they were looking for ways to increase attachment rates. Boom, there you go. It's it's a brilliant way to look at this. And we kind of knew yeah. that it was coming. It's being that offered is, this is not just an America thing. This is being offered in uh European region, this is being offered in Japan.
2: This is like Pretty the much third even, way that they've given away or given a discount towards yeah. per, subscriptions in the last 3 mo- two months. Yeah. Uh,
1: there those
2: subscriptions guys. I have
0: a weird thing against this because uh, from what I've seen, the physical boxes that include that code have the ugliest top banner on the box. Uh, I, I hope that that's just like a cardboard overlay and that they actually haven't put that on the real box art because it's, it's horrible. I don't know if you guys have seen, seen that, that yet. Yeah. It doesn't look pretty.
1: I have to go look that up.
0: But also uh, uh, we've got a slight difference from the Americans as well, because oh. uh, every pre-order that, takes place in England pretty much uh, comes with the stylus yeah mario maker 2 stylus that includes the package with the uh, online uh, voucher as well and also the digital purchases as well so if you uh, order it digitally you can still get the stylus i don't know how that works i can't remember how but um, yeah that is a thing
2: probably of. just mail it to you right Yeah, it'll probably be similar to how they handle the NES controllers. You 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 make the purchase, and you're automatically registered to the account. They they have your address, and they'll just.
1: Speaking of NES controllers, uh, we're going to talk about those later on the show. But I do want to mention this before I forget it. Uh, My son today updated the, the 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 NES app, and when he opened it up, there was an ad for those controllers. Really? That popped up before he could see his games. Like he had to X out of it. It was reminding him that those were available for purchase.
0: Yeah, because I, I the heard sales someone of those have slumped it, off really see, heavily. I,
2: I didn't see it in mine, but I heard other people say when they launched the Fremicon version of the app on the Switch, they got a message saying, you know, buy the you could buy the Famicom the thing, and, and
1: and that's the thing, is like this is not he's been on my family account since September this is not something new. Like he's been playing NES games. So this is a, like with this update, they are targeting people who have not bought those NES controllers.
2: Right. So maybe, maybe because I bought these, I also didn't get flagged for the Famicom version, but yeah, I, I didn't get the pop-up cause I've already bought them.
1: Yeah. I probably won't either. Uh, the other voucher system, let's get back to this. The other um, pre-purchase promotion you can buy for Mario maker includes uh, two vouchers that you can buy for a total of ninety nine ninety nine, that you can then redeem for two full-price digital games up to a year after the voucher purchase. So in other words, if you want to spend $99.99 and get Mario Maker 2, you can use one of your vouchers on that, and then you can use that other voucher for any game that's coming out from here and, until a year from the date of purchase. So that means yeah. Luigi's mansion or animal crossing or Pokemon sword or Pokemon shield. Uh, it means astral chain fire, fire emblem. emblem. Um, animal literally. Crossing. Yeah. any game that's coming out that you're hype about that you're excited about, I mean, you Nintendo can use Nintendo published it. game, Nintendo published games. You can have up to eight of these vouchers on your account, uh, at one time and you will get 5% value in gold coins that gives you 500 gold coins for every pair of vouchers, which means you can get a $125 value for the cost of $100. And these are available to buy right now on the Nintendo Switch online menu of the shop. Uh, if Just doing the math, if you buy two regularly priced $59.99 games, which end up being about $65 after tax, Right. You were saving about twenty dollars this way on the second game, right? So the only there there are a couple of bad things about this. Um, was that what you were about to mention?
2: No. uh, Question for Gary in chat: Ebusol asks, "What's the cost of the vouchers in UK money?" Eighty-four pound.
0: So it's it's. It's uh It's still about the same sort of savings and stuff like that. Like uh, the normal game here is, it's around fifty to sixty pound, depending on what it is. I think Smash was sixty. Wow. Um, but I mean,
2: this that's is, a really this good deal why, for you then.
0: This is why I'm not a digital um, person in England because the digital games are an absolute rip off, in my opinion, compared to the physicals. Like uh, Smith's Toy Store over here does uh, five pound off games if you pre pre order them. And they're five pound cheaper than every other retailer in general, so that's ten pound off, which instantly makes it, you know, a fifth of the price off from the uh, e-shop straight away. So, uh, where it's a good deal, it's it's only really trying to get in there slightly with the retail market over here. So, uh, I probably wouldn't be buying these, but it's I think it's a really good deal.
1: This I think this is. Uh, this is something that Nintendo is going to, we're going to see them play around with. We've seen them uh, do lots of di- deals and discounts. You know, if you think about it, they have gold coins. Uh, we were, were one of these back on the Wii U. It was the digital distribution or digital deal. Digital or deluxe program. Yep. Yeah, the DDP. Uh, where if you bought this, this, and this, you would get so much back and you could use it on other games. Uh, this is obviously meant, I mean, if you're gonna buy two Nintendo games between now and the end of the year, if one of them is Mario Maker or one of them is uh, Pokemon or one of them is Luigi's Mansion or or whatever, if you're gonna buy two Nintendo published games by the end of the year, th- this is a no brainer, right? Pay the money up front, save the vouchers, you use them, you turn them in online. It's what I'm gonna do. This I was Jesse and I were talking ahead of time. There's at least four games that I know that I want that I'm probably going to go ahead and get vouchers for the negative side of this is this is it seems to be right now. And we're not entirely sure because they haven't made an official statement that vouchers are not transferable to other accounts. And and what I mean by that is I can't buy a set of vouchers and say, I'm going to use this on Mario maker. Here you go, son, you can use this on Pokemon sword, you know, unless it's a code, that you can go actually put in, then then you're good. Then you're golden. I mean, it can be a code you can give to anybody. Uh, it'd be a great gift for people, you know, a way to give give games. I really hope Nintendo opens this up to to this, uh, but it may be that they just can't. It may be the, the way their system works, they can't. Either way, yeah,
2: even if it's I, just
1: games I, for you. I've,
2: my guess is vouchers will just be on your account like gold coins and spendable just as easy. Yeah. But and also non-transferable, the same. For me,
1: this is the, the four games are Mario Maker, Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, and Pokemon Sword. That I mean, that's those are the four. Uh, and I'm, I mean, there's others coming out like like we said, Astral Chain, Fire Emblem. Uh, think about this: anything Nintendo published that comes out before this time next year actually before July 31st of next year, because you can buy them on July 31st of 2019 and they're good until 2020, uh, July 31st. And guys, this includes Marvel ultimate Alliance three as well. Cause that's Nintendo published. So some big heavy hitter games uh, that are in here uh, that you can go buy those vouchers yeah. right now.
2: Yeah. I was on the fence for Marvel Alliance three cause I didn't, I don't remember liking the first one much. But you know, if, if I can get it for fifty bucks through this, uh, that leads me more of maybe I'll give it a try. Uh, I, I'm thinking about, yeah, you know, getting at least uh, getting two two sets of vouchers for sure. Probably one soon so I can get Mario Maker with it, and then one closer to the end of July just so I have yeah uh, that extra time to and, to and use think it. about it this way Cause, too because I know there'll be four games that I'll want.
1: Yeah, um, and with a thousand gold coins, y'all, that is ten dollars in eShop credit, right? right? There's there's indie games that are out there that are ten dollars that are fine
2: games. I'll buy, pi- games. Pick, uh, buy Picross S four with that.
1: Yeah, you can save your Picross S <laughs> four. You can buy Downwell, which is three dollars. You can I mean you you can get all kinds of. I mean you like even today that would be half off the Castlevania Anniversary Collection that dropped today because it was twenty bucks. So it's an incredible deal. Don't miss out. It goes through July 31st. You can do that right on the eShop on your Switch. One last thing about Super Mario yeah. Maker, and we've already kind of mentioned that, uh, the Invitational Tournament, uh, or Invitational, will be June 8th. This will be broadcast as part of E3, uh, where Mario Maker players will be invited from around the world to come and uh, compete against each other in Super Mario Maker 2 levels. More info will be coming uh, about that soon including who will be participating
0: I've, I've got a question for you guys I don't know if you know the answer but um, do you know if those vouchers still apply all the other um, savings that you get so for example if you pre-order a game you'll normally get double gold coins um, hmm. I wonder if they're still going because in that case that makes them a lot well, worth a lot more to me
2: but if you're using a voucher to buy a game you'd not gonna get coins for the game because you got the coins for the vouchers.
1: Ah
0: mm.
2: so double so your zero?
0: That could be uh it could be a big downside to uh, it, you see.
2: Well, either way you're getting gold coins, just getting the gold coins early versus not. But Oh, the gold, I get what the, you're saying. You get
0: gold coins for the purchase of the, the vouchers. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so, the, so
2: that's Yeah, and then uh and it, it if if you look at the shop it'll say up to 500 coins uh, at least in, in the in the United States it'll be different depending on where you're at it, it says it, it always says up to because say you already have twenty dollars of gold coins and you decide I want to spend the gold coins to get twenty dollars off of the hundred mm-hmm. so you're paying eighty dollars so you'll, your gold coins you'll get for the purchase is five percent of the 80. So you won't get the full 500 because you're not paying the full 100, but you'll still get 500 of whatever you do spend on it. So yeah, you do get coins, just get it early, not not with the game.
0: Yeah.
2: That's right. If you don't know where to find them, if you go into eShop, go to the Nintendo Switch Online section, and it'll be listed in there near the top.
1: That is correct. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some other news real quick because that Mario Maker section ate up uh, a ton of time. Uh, yesterday, new NES games launched for the Nintendo Switch Online NES app. Uh, these included Virtual, uh, I'm sorry, versus Excitebike, which is available outside of Japan for the first time on the Switch. Uh, it was available on Wii Wii U Virtual Console. Am I right?
2: Yeah, it just was never. Okay. We never got it on the the NES.
1: Right, never got it on the NES. This is basically the two-player version of Excite Bike. Uh, it also has the uh, truck jump mini-game uh, type game you can play uh, as well. Also a track, included a track in the this...
2: truck builder, where you can sexually save. Oh your
1: yeah, courses. Track builder. I forgot about that as well. And uh, this is since it is the Famicom version, uh, the music is also upgraded as well, uh, which is pretty cool.
2: Though I don't like the music. This isn't. Uh... Koji, this isn't Hip Tanaka's music. It's someone. Else. It's a different music set. Yeah, I don't like it as much as the original game. Well, I, li- I like the original game's music better.
1: Yeah, uh, it is different. Clue uh, Kugeland was also included in uh, this uh, update, and we have now spent more time talking about it than most of you will spend playing it. Yeah, because uh, it's garbage.
2: If you want to see, see me get frustrated on it, I put out a video yesterday. Yeah, I like, have fun I with that.
1: We're, you know we're scraping the bottom of the barrel when we're trotting out Clu Clu Land uh, for, the, for the monthly NES update. But the good news is, is that the fantastic Donkey Kong Jr. Uh, is included with this month's releases. I love, love, love this game way more than Donkey Kong. I think Donkey Kong Jr. is way better. Uh, my son was playing it this afternoon on the way home, and he was like, Why is Mario such a jerk? And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, well, you captured Donkey Kong." I was like, "Well, if you think about it, in Smash Brothers, he punches Donkey Kong in the face too." Okay.
2: Well, you know, this is this is my gaming history here. You know, this is the second game Mario has ever been in. The follow-up to Donkey Kong. So, I think from that point of view, where you don't know what happens after 1983 or 1982, yeah. and it the uh, the story changes. Right. Oh, yeah, back... Going back to Clu-Clu Land, Fnaf and Friends says I never had a clue clue this game existed.
1: Oh, <laughs> love it. oh, that's bad. I love it. I wish I had a clue clue this game didn't exist. Um, yeah,
2: but Donkey Kong Junior is is a good port. It, it's definitely
1: it, the star of of yeah, this. It's
2: it, you know the the Donkey Kong port is uh, obviously has flaws versus this arcade. Because the arcade is more vertical oriented than horizontal, but Junior is more squarish to horizontal and it fits better and it's a really good port.
1: Yeah, it, it works really, really well. Uh, the SP offering for this month is the entirely forgettable Yawnfest Star Soldier SP. Uh, I don't even like the regular version of this game. So, uh, yeah, I
2: launched it and skip. lost my power ups in like five seconds. I'm like, okay, yep. you now this game's garbage.
1: Yeah. It's a big <laughs> skip. So that is, uh, this month, one game, two good games, two not so good games. Uh, go download those if you haven't yet. We also, uh, along with some others, and we were a little bit late to the party on this one as we found out, but, uh, Jesse accidentally discovered this week that NES controllers work. When they are docked to a switch in handheld mode. Uh, And what that basically means is that the left Joy-Con or quote NES controller, the D-pad works as expected. Uh, The left button becomes the up button, etc. A button works as the screenshot button, B does nothing. The right NES controller, the D-pad works as a home button, and then the A and B buttons work as expected as well. Start and select work as plus and minus. There are no known shoulder button access. Uh, you know, whatever they do because they're docked. They don't,
2: you can't so one, get to them. Th- one thing I found out as editing the video that I recorded yesterday um, where I, before I said the A-B button or the B button seemed to do nothing on on the left side. I think it acted as the Y button in the NES game, but it's probably software specific. When I was playing Picross, it did nothing. Gotcha. Or at least nothing I noticed.
1: Gotcha. Well, you can go and test that out, that extremely awkward configuration out for your own if you own those NES uh, controllers for the Switch. Uh, But one other thing that we do want to mention is uh, just congratulations uh, to Nintendo. uh, Are in order in Japan because the Switch has now overtaken lifetime sales of the PlayStation 4, which is a huge... Uh, feet in and of themselves i mean they had already blown past xbox one uh but now overtaking lifetime sales for the ps4 in japan um if you don't realize how big a deal that is y'all that that is huge i mean nintendo is typically king in japan anyway but the ps4 has been an, the ps4 has been an absolute juggernaut uh, over there, it's been a juggernaut worldwide. And for them to crack that uh, limit there, and routinely, if you look at sales numbers each and every week, the Switch is selling way more than PS4 over there. Of course, it's at the end of its life cycle, uh, pretty much, uh, with with but a few... Still,
2: it did in two, little more than two years, what PS4 took, almost six years to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, Switch is here to stay, boys. Um, nothing... Nothing's slowing that down right now, especially since the, all of these games are coming out for the rest of the year.
2: All right, all right. Just small backtrack about the NES controller thing. If you want to see me struggle with it, that's at the end of my NES game video from yesterday on YouTube. Oh, cool. So check that out.
1: Yeah, go go watch Jesse play Kluge Land and uh, the awkward NES uh, Joy-Con configuration. Uh, let's move into a little bit of discussion
2: think think it was uh, on bite. But yeah, okay. That's
1: cool. It works. <laughs> uh, discord is in the news this week because uh, the creators of discord have come out and declared and mentioned that they would love to be an app on Nintendo switch. Uh, they're just waiting on Nintendo's approval for this uh, or for Nintendo to get with them about it. Um, and, and, you know, much has been made and we've even talked about on the show about Nintendo's reliance on their app and how discord might be better and how there's other systems out there. But this actually sounds not like they want to uh, use it for voice chat, but they actually want the discord app to be on the switch. Um, so I just wanted to, us to, to kind of hit on this just a little bit like, is there a place for this? Um, if so why would it be good if not why why would you not want it to be on switch um it
0: would for be me awkward. It, go ahead yeah for, for, for me it, it just depends because if if the switch can't run this in background with a voice chat then there's absolutely no need for it like at all in my opinion like it, it defies the point of what discord's there for it just becomes a chat room which okay we don't have those features on the switch but yeah, it, it it doesn't do anything. If he can't run the voice chat in the background, then he's completely pointless to me. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't want to use my switch to u- chat in the disc- in Discord rooms because I have a hard time enough. T- I have a hard enough time doing it on the PC. Apparently, talking too, but on the on the P- using it on the PC, I wouldn't want to try it on the switch. The only thing I can see that might be beneficial is you know, the the app can show you you what games other people are playing on the PC. If they can do that with the switch saying this person is playing Mario maker too. That might be cool. Don't know if there's any benefit to that, but it's it might be cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems to me like the, the what ifs outweigh the positives on yeah. this, right? Because it is, I mean, the switch is not a multitasking system. There's not a way to, to run Discord in the background. Now, if there is a way to do that and we just haven't seen it yet, then sure, uh, bring it in. Uh, I'm, I'm just like, my mindset on the whole thing is the, the more uh, the more apps and the more uh, stuff that Switch can have on it, and I'm talking Hulu, Netflix, YouTube, all that stuff, Crunchyroll, Discord, if, if it can run it, why not? Right? I mean, make it a multi purpose, multitasking system and let people do what they want to with it instead of having to listen to you over and over and over again. Why is Netflix not on the Switch? Why is this not no, this no. or why is this no, not that?
2: I know a lot of people who's only used their Wii's for Wii Sports or Netflix. And they've used it up until the time when we when Nintendo cut it off. Yeah. Uh so and
1: and y'all gotta look
2: again. I would never do the it. The clock is
1: ticking on that on that Wii U Netflix app. Come on,
2: yeah, you know it is. I if I imagine it'll be on the Switch before they cut it off on the Wii U. Otherwise, that will piss people off. But yeah, I, I would never use Netflix on the Switch because I have got fifteen thousand other devices that can do it on. But I'm sure some people would love it. Yeah.
1: It's, again, that's my point. Is why not. Like, it seems it seems so easy. Yeah. It seems just like an easy thing to do. Just like just do Baker. So
2: options, get, options, options. Yeah,
1: get the monkey off your back and just be done with it. I don't care who it is, if it's Netflix or Nintendo, just settle it and be done. I mean, uh, and let people, if they want to gripe about, well, it doesn't work like I want it to, well, you asked for it. Here it is.
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of surprising that we live in a time where you can get a Santa tracker on the switch, but not, not Netflix.
1: (laughs) I saw that Santa tracker this week because it was on sale. I was going through the, the browsing the the for sale games. I was like, that's interesting. Right. I mean, obviously it's not the optimal device for it. Like just like it's not the optimal device for a web browser. The Wii U was not an optimal device for the web browser. We got that. We, we understand that. But it's it's always going to be like as long as the icon is not on Switch, there's always going to be the, well, we could have Netflix.
0: Yeah, but bringing this background to Discord, I think it's a little bit different. Like Netflix would have a purpose to everyone and it would fulfill its purpose very well. I think Discord on Switch would not fill its purpose. Up. I think it'd actually be damaging to Discord because uh, you don't you don't have video calling um, right. on there. You you don't have a camera. Uh, you don't have. And people have the are voice going chat to expect.
1: People are yeah. going to expect that if Discord comes to the Switch, that voice chat comes with it. Yeah, so I mean, games.
0: us guys, we know exactly what the Switch entails. There's going to be people who uh, aren't as in touch with what the Switch does. Uh, and stuff and or nintendo device in general like you could get an xbox guy who's bought a switch casually uh, oh look discord's on it and then finds out that it doesn't run in the background and then uh, what's the point it damages discord damages the switch it just i think it's right. a bad idea if he does if it if he doesn't run background voice chat then i don't think it should be on there at all
1: right uh, well i'm fine I- i'm Completely with you on that. Uh, if there's a way for that to happen, then let's see it and let's make it happen. But if not, uh, keep trying to get Nintendo to let you be the voice chat app Discord, <laughs> and uh, maybe that'll maybe that'll work. Who knows? It probably won't. Uh, let's wrap this up with some quick uh, news about events. <laughs> All right, guys. The Tetris ninety nine Maximus Cup begins today. Uh, as you are listening to this show, uh, it is the third Maximus Cup again. If you are in the top, uh, I, I forget how many it is. You get nine hundred and ninety nine coins. Nine hundred ninety nine
2: players get nine hundred. Top
1: nine hundred ninety nine players get nine hundred ninety nine coins. However, there's something for everybody this time because if you able, uh, if you manage to be able to earn one hundred points over the course from May 17th through May 19th, before the uh, Maximus Cup is over, you will earn yourself a free Game Boy Tetris theme for Tetris 99, which will be usable in, uh, I guess, every mode. I I don't know how themes work yet. So this is going to be interesting to see. Um, And I hope this opens the floodgates because Nintendo, hear me well. I will buy every single Tetris 99 theme you want to put out. I freaking love them.
2: Let's yeah, go. The themes item doesn't help very much yet when there's only one theme to choose from. That's right. Doesn't tell you what it applies to or anything. Uh, also, Pokemon Go
1: events. Reminder that this coming Saturday, which is tomorrow when you hear this, uh, three to six or Sunday. Sorry, uh, which agains. Yeah. You know, a couple days from when you most hear this.
2: community days are Saturdays, but for some reason, this yeah. month is Sunday. I think uh, August is to, a Sunday, too.
1: Three to six p.m. local time is the May Community Day, uh, featuring Torchic. Uh, if you evolve Combuskin, between three to seven p.m., you will get a Blaziken that knows Blast Burn. Blaziken is one of my favorite Pokemons. I mean, it's literally fried chicken, guys. Uh, <laughs> it, also, uh, there's an extraordinary raid week coming up May 21st through the 25th. Uh, or actually till the 28th, Uh, 1 p.m. to 1 p.m. Every event uh, will feature, or this event will feature different Pokemon and raids, uh, including the possibility of a shiny Bronzor. Uh, May 22nd from 6 to 7 local time, you'll have an hour of increased raids in all tiers. And May 25th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time will feature Lapras raids with a chance to be shiny, and you can get up to five free raid passes when you spin the discs at gyms. That is all the events that are coming up. Uh, Also, don't forget this month, if you are a Mario Tennis Aces player, it's your month to get Dry Bones, I believe. So don't forget about Dry Bones. uh, Hasn't happened yet? Uh, Yeah, I know. I think it's May.
2: Wow. Uh Yeah,
1: I may be a month off, and somebody can correct me, and I'll gladly say I'm wrong. But I think this month is Dry Bones, and that is the uh, last character, I believe. That they've announced. I think there's more coming. I mean, it's the game that never ends. Uh, So anyway, let's move from this and real quick, let's talk about what we've been playing. Gary, we'll start with you because you've been playing nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've put a, a couple of a couple of hours into my Switch, but other than that, not much. Uh, on last week's episode, I talked about a game called Swords of Ditto. Right.
2: Uh,
0: I continued playing that to the last boss, where the game continuously crashes every single time, so I can't beat the last boss. Uh, nice. I enjoyed the game up until the crashing. Uh, it's not the greatest Zelda clone out there, it has to be said. Uh, but I also didn't realise that the game was multiplayer um so i'll have to have to give that a try um the developer I didn't know that either yeah it doesn't say anywhere on it uh, but i watched rewatched the trailer and um it's got multiplayer in also uh to answer the question that me and jesse gave ourselves last week about death in it it looked like at one point there was a permadeath system that got removed uh because in the trailer for the switch version it says no more permadeath So it looked like that was going to be a thing where if you died, you'd come back as a different hero and have to collect the sword again. Um, Yeah, it it looks like that just got removed. Um, And so I messaged the developer and the publisher about uh, why I can't complete the game and found absolutely nothing and got nothing back. Uh, I eventually found myself that there was um, patch notes on one of the websites uh, or upcoming patch notes and reported bugs and crashes and things and it turns out that certain weaponry on the last boss uh, if you take them in and try to use them or have them equipped they they crash the game so i'm just waiting for a, a patch for that now before i finish it um like i said it, it, it was okay it's an okay uh, little zelda like um i think there's better zelda clones out there um but it'd be interesting to see what it's like on multiplayer because i think that probably beats strongest point um but uh, I haven't had a chance to play that yet. And uh, other than that, I, I did the first level on Celeste, uh, a game that I wanted to play for a long time. I never got around to. Uh, so so far, first impressions, yeah, it deserves those 10 out of 10s.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you're a little late to the party with Celeste, but oh, very I'm so glad that you have played it because, man, it's what a ride. I love that game. And when you get in the zone of that game, you're in the zone. Like, you, you can feel it. You're like, yes, I'm doing right. I'm pressing the buttons when I should push the buttons.
0: Yeah, the, <laughs> climb, mechanic the, threw me the climb mechanic threw me off a, little, a few times because you have to hold L when you hit the walls. And, uh, yeah, I kept forgetting that that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, That if you don't do that, that's, uh, that's not good. Uh, Jesse, what have you been playing?
2: I haven't played much this week. I did, the only thing new is I tried out the new modes in Tetris Ninety Nine that released last week. Uh, I got I did the one hundred and fifty line mode and finished got to finish the one hundred and fifty, and that la- those last ten lines they were like within two frames that were from the top down to the bottom. They dropped instantly. I made a little video and put it on Twitter showing it and it was crazy. I don't even want to know what 999 looks like. <sighs> yeah. and Hopefully a lot slower yeah. than... And then I, I did the, the, the versus 98 CPUs and they give you five possible difficulty settings. And there hasn't been a single game on level 1 through 3 that I didn't get first place. So so really kind of boring. Uh, Level 4 is, I think, a little bit less difficulty in what you'd play in real human versus human play. Level 5 is probably going to feel very much like human versus human, but I haven't tried it yet. So I think the best I did on level 4 is... Top tenish. I don't remember. I only, I only I only tried it once or twice, and I haven't tried level five yet. But if you if you want to uh, boost in false self confidence, go ahead and play it in level one or two, and then you'll get to see what what winning it looks like.
1: <laughs> I, I enjoyed the uh, the hundred and fifty line mode and the um, you know I guess the the high score mode. Been been having a lot of fun with that offline. I love. Tetris is kinda like Bejeweled for me. Like I I will pop back into Bejeweled on my iPad over and over and over, just as like I want to play a game, but I don't want to think. So I'll play Bejeweled and it's just like it kind of just there's muscle memory and it comes natural. Tetris is the same way. Like it's it's kinda zen for me until like you said, those last uh, in the in the hundred and fifty mode, the last like thirty lines are they're a fight. They're tough, but I managed to clear hundred and fifty mode twice.
2: Yeah, I've only tried it the one time, but it did clear it. So it I'm, I'm, eight minutes, you know, it times you again yeah. and it'll save the best time.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it will upload it and, and have rankings right across the world, which is pretty Does cool.
2: It? I didn't see that. I should look into that again. You
1: can you can look at rankings, yeah. Um I've been playing Steam World Quest still. I'm I'm really enjoying this game. I I'm gonna go out on a limb here, guys. I think this is the best Steamworld game.
2: I think so. Yeah. You know, I, I think
1: it's I think it just does everything right. The characterization is good, the humor's there. The it's beautiful, beautiful game. Fun story, combat works. It so far it's not boring. I I love it. Yeah,
2: I uh, agree with that statement.
1: I just don't know what else I can say about it. Uh, but I've also been playing, as of today, uh, the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, which dropped uh, today at um, at 11 a.m. or um, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, whenever, whatever it was for you. This is the uh, Konami Collection, the second of the three collections that they've had coming out. The first one, uh, of course, was the arcade collection. The one following this is the... Contra collection, which I'm super excited about. They haven't even revealed all the games uh, in it. But uh, this Castlevania collection is the sweet spot. Like, it is the best Castlevania. Like, I know people are going to... Like, I crap all over Symphony of the Night, but I hate it. It's it's not... Uh, that style of Castlevania just... And I just... Ugh, I don't like it. Like, pretty... Victorian vampires I just I don't like but now th- these games these sparkle? games are, are these don't know they don't sparkle they just are they they just try to be Metroid clones um, I love Castlevania 1, 2, and 3 and 4 for the Nintendo family of systems it has Castlevania Bloodlines on it which is a Genesis game I never got to play enough of it's got the first two Game Boy games on it uh, and then out of nowhere, it's got Kid Dracula on it for the NES, which has never been available in the United States. And it's even translated into English, uh, which nice? shows that it's it's localized. Uh, but now Konami has also announced that um, there is an oncoming patch or an upcoming patch that will allow you to play the Japanese versions of these games if you choose to. Uh, and that's pretty significant in and of itself for a couple of reasons. Number one, Jesse has talked all the time here on the show about how Famicom versions of games have superior sound uh, and have different layers of music. What some people don't realize, and this is in the included ebook that you get with this game as well, uh, that Konami actually developed its own special proprietary chip for Castlevania 3 that was only used in Japan which allowed it to have richer sound effects and the game, it just adds so much to it. Uh, you can go look at a YouTube video of this and I love the fact that I'm finally going to get to be able to play this, uh, legally, I might add, finally get to play this, uh, in a legal way. Uh, this is a well done collection. Uh, I know people are going to ask about this. So I'm going to mention it. Is, Is there multiple display options? Absolutely. You can go original, pixel perfect, uh, pixel perfect with scan lines, sixteen by 16 by nine with scan lines. But why would and, you want to
2: do that? You
1: right. I mean, there's there's four by three, four by three with scan lines. You can do that. There's save states. Um, there, you know, you can go in and see the controls. And again, all of these games are on there. It's Castlevania one, two, three, Super Castlevania four, Castlevania Bloodlines. Castlevania Adventure, Castlevania Adventure 2, Belmont's Revenge, and Kid Dracula. So, eight games plus the ebook, which has interviews and art and the history of Castlevania, including a timeline of how you can play the games in there, like event order for 20 bucks. It is a steal of a deal, uh, especially if you've never, and I don't know who's never done this, like if you've never played these Castlevania games, you owe it to yourself to go retro and buy this. I cannot recommend this enough. Um, well, and I'm gonna, the other I, four
2: outside of like the Nintendo core 4 I I've never played before.
1: Right. Yeah. And so there is a collection coming later on that I think collects those like, there's going to be one with Rondo of blood and symphony of the night and uh, different things like
2: that. PlayStation and the DS games.
1: Yeah. 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 The trouble graphics game. I don't know if it's going to be that one or the one we got on super Nintendo, which is a mess. Uh, and and you won't hear me say this often, but uh, like this collection is to me is a better collection than the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Mega Man what? Legacy Collection just what? has very uh, weird design <laughs> choices and annoying stuff. This is perfect. Like it, it's wonderful. Why are you not downloading it right now? If you're if you are not downloading it right now. You're on the list. I don't know. Like, I hope if you love 2D platformers and side scrollers like Castlevania 3, one of the best platforming side scrollers ever made. Super Castlevania 4, the best Castlevania game ever made. Um, game Boy, throw them in the garbage, but play them anyway, uh, just so you can see how bad Castlevania Adventure is. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. Um, but I'm looking forward to that patch. And Kid Dracula is even fun. Uh, it. I'm looking forward to playing through it. How oh, Simon's Quest? I, oh, it's Simon's Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need a you need a video walkthrough to even know what to do at the very beginning of the game because they couldn't be bothered to pay somebody to translate it right. But that's okay. It's still Simon's Quest. Uh, you can still play it. it I, I'm looking forward to actually going through it. You know, now that I'm older and can figure things out.
2: Yeah, I've been wanting to replay so that game it for a while. Kid. It's been a while.
1: Yeah. So that is what we've been playing. Let's dip right into the community spotlights. All right, guys, this week on our community spotlight, we're going to highlight some of your questions and comments from Patreon. Uh, and again, you can send these in at any time. You don't have to wait till Thursday. You can send us a message on Patreon or email us at NintendoDads at gmail.com. Uh, you can call in, there's a number we we'll we drop at the end of the show that you can call in and leave a voicemail or you can tweet at us and, uh, we will talk to you that way as well and include you in the show. Um, our first uh, question tonight comes from digital age gaming or digital age gaming. This is from Patreon. Here's what he said. He said, touching on a question I asked last week about third party games, having performance mode, a dev team. I'm close to kill house games who are porting one of their games to the switch were the ones who actually posed the question at the moment. The switch has a core that is used for nothing. It lays dormant going by the obviously quickly done port of saints row. The third Developers need to be encouraged to fully use all tools available and in the and use the strengths of the Switch to its fullest. It also requires Nintendo slash NVIDIA to actually unlock the unused core, LOL. Yeah, I did I not
2: know that. I did not know that either. Makes me wish I, wondered, I had like, a dev kit so I could know things like this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so there is a core inside the Switch that is not being used. It is not unlocked. It'll probably be unlocked when we pay an extra hundred dollars for the Nintendo Switch Pro. Right?
2: Yep. That's where Discord will run on.
1: Yeah, that's the Discord core. <laughs> I
2: wonder if
1: I wonder which one it is. Is it like the space core? Or is it Wheatley? Space. <laughs> Some of y'all get that. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I hope it's the Space Core. I would love my Switch just to, to talk to me like that all the time. Uh, Digital Age Gaming also says this. He says, although we do not know the software release schedule for next year for Switch, however, is there a case for Nintendo to hold back one or two titles until next year so we don't have a 2018 again where Nintendo's quote, shot their load in 2017 and then filled 2018 with Wii U ports? Gary, I'm going to throw that one to you because you were not a fan of Nintendo in 2018.
0: Oh, but no, what
1: you, you just said it wasn't the greatest year for you.
0: No, this, the start of it wasn't great. Um, I right. enjoyed, I, I enjoyed the later half, but the first half was a little bit slow to me. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think they really did anything in January, February, if I remember right. And they released tropical freeze. Yep. And then, uh, Kirby, which was a new game, just not my taste. Um, so it wasn't a case of it being bad in terms of releases, it just wasn't really anything for me. I mean, uh I was a Wii U owner who generally doesn't buy games again. If 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 I've owned it before and there's a port, unless it's a really enhanced port, I won't buy them again. Um I I I think they could hold games back because this year is pretty jam packed full anyway. And I don't think it's a case of them uh just holding them back so they have they'll have as many ports next year. I think it's literally a case of they would be fighting with theirself and and dooming the sales on both games if they, if they're released too close. So it's it. I don't know. I I. They, I mean, business is business. There's there's going to be a time slot and a place for everything. And if they have to hold things back, they have to hold things back. But I mean, we're going to see more ports. I'm sure of it. Oh sure, because because uh, especially with the next generation of consoles looming, uh, the Switch is going to be um, definitely. Uh, I mean, I don't mind either. Like stuff like Skyrim, the first time you can play portably is is the best. Rocket League, Minecraft, you know, they're all great places to play those games, and they're pretty much all ports. So,
1: here's the deal. Speaking on ports, I feel like there's some that Nintendo is just like they're probably just sitting on. Like, if you look at the, the the level of detail that they're putting into 3D World in Mario Maker 2, yep. for us not to get a 3D World port at some point is a criminal, you know, like a criminal offense. It's coming. But the thing is, y'all, is they're running out of Wii U ports, right? Like, after they do Mario 3D World, what do they have left? Game and Wario and Wonderful on Pik One, Pikmin?
2: That's about yeah, it. I'm, yeah, I'm with Gary. I normally don't rebuy the games I've bought on Wii U. But I think Pikmin 3 I would rebuy. Mainly to see what they do with the controls. Because the motion control, I think, was is the best way to play that game. Uh, but I don't like them doing pseudo motion control with the Switch Joy-Con. So right. I want to know what they plan on doing. You know like it's, you know
1: it's going to be gyro control. That's what it's going to be.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. which so, is not ideal for Pikmin. It, it's right, and 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 if you wonder why, th- this is my theory. If you're wondering why we've not seen a Pikmin on the Switch yet, it's because they're still trying to figure out the best control scheme. Yeah. They're still but, they're still jumping that hurdle.
2: Because t- Tomorrow Corporation has tried it. You know, the World of Group port. You know, the seven billion humans, where it's it's we Remote like. But it's very ghosty, and I you have to reset it every yeah. two minutes. So may not be good for a Pikmin game unless they really find a way to clean that up.
0: No, I mean Pikmin. Pikmin was traditionally, you know, at the start of its life was a normal controls. Uh, I think it. I think it'd be perfectly fine just going back to that. Um, yeah, it, it is a tough question though, with the ports and stuff because there is actually still a – I'm going to disagree with you here, Marty, because I think there's still a lot of Wii U stuff that can come over, including uh, remasters that got done on the Wii U as well.
1: Um, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm just pointing out that like the, the ones that people want, right, yeah. are really going to want – they're probably a handful now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, everybody's going to
2: want that. Let's yep. let's be honest. Yeah, I, I double dip on those too.
1: I, I would double dip on those. Mario 3D World. Everybody wants that. Pikmin three. Two more vouchers uh, gone. Boom. Look, and <laughs> i I'm, what I'm saying is is I've mentioned four games there, and we've pretty much run down what's left in the Wii U catalog.
0: Yeah, there's not there's not too much. And um, you know, I, I think that the three D world will eventually come to it. Um, my question is, if 3D World does come, are they going to eventually unlock those 3D World levels in Captain Toad then?
1: I Maybe. think that's why they're there. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, no, normally if uh, if it gets, someone gets cut from a game, it gets left in and just blocked off. Yeah. Uh, so I could see that being the reason why, but at the same time, they're completely capable of unlocking those.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and what Gary's referring to, if if you haven't heard this week, is that... Uh, YouTube, uh, guy on YouTube found the 3D world levels that were removed, quote unquote, from Captain Toad just sitting there. <laughs> through some yeah. data mining, it would be very easy to remove a few lines of code or modify a few lines of code, and all of a sudden those show back up in the list again. I- I think they got left in for a reason. I think it'd be a little bit of a cross promotion because look, it helps 3d world and it helps captain toad. It puts it back on the radar, right? Mm-hmm. Cause they say, Hey, look, it's Mario 3d world where captain toad first started, play the beginning and then carry over and play these 3d world levels in captain toad treasure tracker for Nintendo switch.
0: Yeah. Captain toads in a weird place where you, where like, if you, if you're talking about Canon, yeah, I mean, come on, that, that's pointless with Mario, but, uh, but where, where exactly does it fit then? Because it's like at the start of 3D World, but I think somewhere around, the, well, you know...
2: There's a lot of Mario canon. They shoot up bullet bills.
0: Yeah. So it's a, it's a bit strange.
1: Ha uh-huh.
2: ha. You're welcome.
1: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> ha ha. I mean, I don't even know how to recover from that dad joke. Um Let's let's move on to another comment here. Joseph says there are so many, so so many games worth playing on the Switch. Do you guys feel the need to complete all the games you play, or do you find you get your money's worth by simply playing a good amount of the game, even if not completing it?
2: I think I've mentioned this in the in the in uh, like several, several years ago. So if you're a newer listener, you probably wouldn't have heard it. But yeah. I am a person who, once I start getting frustrated in the game, it goes away. So <laughs> you know, and that could be fifty hours in, like Persona Q. It could be fifteen minutes in, like Persona, like Final Fantasy fifteen. I didn't buy that one; that was a rental, thank God. But uh, <laughs> so the, just uh, you know, I I just if if I'm not having fun. There's another game that I could be playing that I can have fun with, so it's not worth it to me to like choke through it and just grind on just for the sake of grinding on to say I finished it it's not worth it it's not worth it from to me back when I had more more time less money and let more patience maybe but now that's not that's I, I play what I up until I'm sick of it and then I'll go on to the go go on to the next game
1: gotcha.
0: Uh, for me, it's it's a tricky one because I have no time at the minute. So uh, I pretty much I haven't played games for the last couple of weeks. Um, I like to complete games. I don't 100% everything. Like I did Xenoblade Chronicles 1. There was no way I was going to do all the side quests on that. Um, but the, this, this is a, a strange question because... If I wasn't doing Nintendo shows and I didn't own the Nintendo website, then I would be finishing games before I brought another one. Um, One of of the uh, strengths and weaknesses to doing um, creating content and reviewing and covering games is that sometimes you'll have a game and you think, I'm going to sit down and complete this, and then you'll get bombarded with review codes or or requests or whatever it might be, events stuff like that and they fall off the wayside and Skyrim's a classic example of that for me, I got Skyrim the Christmas that it came out so that's first year of the Switch and I played about 20 hours of it and never managed to get back around to playing it same with uh, Dark Souls as well and it's because of being bombarded with Review requests and stuff like that, and you'll find that sometimes you you play games that you necessarily wouldn't look twice at. You will take a yeah. code to review because it's there, and the developer's been nice enough to send you the one, and you know it's only fair to do coverage of. But sometimes you play games that you absolutely have no interest in. Um. So from a from a creator's point of view, uh, no, you can't complete. You can't possibly complete the games. Uh, I mean if you're doing a review you should complete the game to the for a review but if you're just creating coverage then that's that's a little different. Um so it just depends on on that really uh, with and, with such a tight schedule. This
2: isn't any of our full-time jobs. So we have yeah. a full-time job on top yeah. of our hobby journalist you know ju- thing which includes gaming with whatever time is left.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. If you wonder sometimes why things don't get out on the at the same time other news outlets do or uh we're not as on top of things as maybe you think we could be, it's because we travel, we work, we yeah. we have families, we do other things. so yeah, it does pile up, and I'm not using that yeah. as an excuse, but it right. does pile but, up
2: but using game game explain as a, an example, Andre and uh, Bitnerd that is their job. That is their full yeah. time job. They do nothing else. You know, Ash has a job on the side, so it's kind of a part time thing for him. And uh, I don't know about Tom and the others, but uh, but definitely they're they're doing that. That is their job. And it's not. No, I
1: got you. <laughs> I got you. I mean that, and and that's part of it. Uh, for me, for my answer for this, like there are games that I feel obligated to finish. I don't always because it's always kind of like it's on to the next thing or I've played this and um, the the interest to it. Like I've, I get to a certain point, I either finish it uh, and there's other stuff I could go back to and do, but it cools off for me and I, I end up not doing it. Uh, or I just I don't have time like Night in the Woods. There's like uh, I think. Uh, John Blanco over on Discord used a, um, a term this week and you heard me use it uh, toward the start of the show uh, or maybe it was during the pre-show audio uh, he was talking about a game and he said that at the end of it it felt like an absolute death march like he was invested so he wanted to see how it ended he needed to know what happened but he really just did not enjoy playing the game but he wanted to finish it. Uh, and for me, that was like a, a great example of that recently for me was SteamWorld Heist. Like I would got invested in the story and I wanted to see what happened. But those last like maybe five camp, you know, like uh, things that you do in the campaign, I was just not invested in at all. It was like, let me do go in and do what I got to do to get through this. Oh, I didn't get all the stars. Well, who flipping cares? Let's move on. Let's finish the game. It's kind of how I feel about Night in the Woods. I just haven't forced myself to go back and finish it yet. But yes, I mean, there are times that I feel like I need to dig into my backlog. It just doesn't always happen because there is good stuff coming out. Like I'm always going to be, there's always, there's not a week that goes by where I'm, where I don't wrestle with, I should really finish this game, but I want to play Enter the Gungeon. Yeah. You know? Uh, or something like that. Like I want to finish this game, but this new one just came out. I need to check it out. Uh, case in point, Katana Zero. I love Katana Zero. I think it's fantastic. I need to finish it, but other stuff has come out, and so now I'm I need to finish it. Now there's another in the backlog.
2: And then last week when we talked about Heist, I bought it, but haven't had any chance to try to try to playing it again.
1: Yeah. It's fun. I'm I'm not trying to take anything away from the game. It's just like at the very end, it was a little bit of a slog uh, for me. Let's move on to our last question here from Cat Janitor. Uh, He says, this Mario Maker 2 hype, I've got a question for the dads. Are you more of a maker or a masochist freak who likes playing levels that others make? I tend to be more of a maker. I have way more fun showing off my creations than playing an endless stream of mediocre levels. Hopefully Nintendo implements more curation this time around. So which one are you guys, maker or
2: player? I am lousy at making levels. I have made a few in the first game. I think I might have made three or four levels total. I spent most of my time playing.
0: Yeah, I spent most of my time playing. I think I did. Uh, I did one really good level um which self-confessed really good i don't know what other people thought of it um level on the wii u uh which is kind of where i got talking to paul lloyd uh, who we spoke about earlier uh, i sent him that level across um i enjoy the making levels when i do it it just takes so much time that i i just prefer to just play the game instead uh, but, you know, fair play to anyone who who's really good at the making, who enjoys that more than uh, playing the levels, because uh, it does take time and it is a craft. And regardless of how easy you think it is to build a level on a grid based system it is insanely hard.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, like I remember we did a little friendly competition when I was still on a, a podcast called Reactor Radio with Nintendo Dance uh, and it was y'all build a level, we'll build a level, we'll send it. We'll see which one uh, is more difficult. We'll see if we can stump the other person. We'll see which one has less completions. Uh, and I worked really, really hard on a level that I was proud of, that I thought was pretty dang tough.
2: Did uh, Brother and a Lakitu cloud or some bull crap like that?
1: There was <laughs> there was a point, and the there was a point in the level. Where you had to collect a buzzy beetle shell on your head and save it until the end of the level, so that you could get through two Hammer Brothers who were in blocks that you could not jump to uh, to make it through to get to the I, goal.
2: I, I knew it had something to do with the Hammer Brothers because I
1: there was I also a, a troll section where if you went in the uh, if you went in the door that the P block made, it took you to a room filled with Chompy plants and no way out. <laughs>
0: yeah marty i had much more respect for you before the, the start of this podcast
1: <laughs> oh you can play it sometime i'll show it to, i hope they pour it over uh because that'll be so and i enjoyed like i was balanced like i at very at the very first like i just wanted to make 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 because like i started and i was like the ideas kept coming and i i would try something out and but now it's like i just want to play levels and when i when i log on to mario maker to play levels the only thing that's there are those super tough precise you have to bounce off things and get through the and i'm like that's not no like just for fun levels really exist anymore it's yeah. all about skill and puzzles and stuff like that and I'm like i just want just make a good mario level make a fun mario level and play it so Like when I start making with Mario Maker two, that's going to be my aim. Is like the more it feels like a level that might even could be included in a Mario game, the better. Now I still want to make a couple of of fun trick levels and stuff like that. But my favorite level that I'm most proud of was called Fear the Walking Dead, and it started out and I'd like built houses out of wood blocks in the Mario three theme. And it was all underground and like had Goombas in the houses and there was a bridge. And at the end, I'd made a factory, you know, and everything. And you get to the end and you go through a pipe and you come out in another underground level. And now all of the the Goombas are like the ghosts, you know, that travel along the ground that pop up. And there's like booze everywhere. And all all the Koopa Troopas are now dry bones and stuff's on fire and all kinds of stuff. And it has like creepy music playing and everything. I was really proud of that level. Yeah, it's like I, a mirror copy. So I, you know, I yeah. I think there's plenty to do. Uh, I think I think you can be both. Is I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, I, I find myself being more of both. I like to make, but I like to play.
2: Okay. that reminded me of a level that I found that I saw several years ago, and I think when Nintendo showed quick little clips at the start of the direct. They included something very similar to this. I don't think it was exactly the same thing, but they like built this robot that actually moved where it had like the Karibo shoes alt. And yes. Was, yes. You can build the robot. Connected to cannons to make it be a body. And that connected to change shops arms. And then there was baby about ba- baby Bowser in the cockpit it was crazy
1: yeah there's some inter- There's a ton of interesting things you can do uh, that, that are going to be a lot of fun to see when Mario Maker 2 drops well guys that is episode 230 of the show we want to thank you for hanging out with us for all of our Mario Maker talk and a whole lot more uh, we hope we see you next week for episode 231 but before we go we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers Chris Mears John Blanco, Dave Ernsberger, and Timothy Off, and all of our patrons. We want to say thank you to you for making the dream work and for donating and being part of Discord and sending in your comments and questions, participating in Monthly Mayhem. Don't forget to vote for that, by the way. It is Downwell versus Skelly Cellist. Uh, and you can submit your Cuphead scores before the 18th as well over at the uh, Monthly Mayhem channel on Discord. And hey, guys, we're now available on Spotify. So if you want to listen to us, you know, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play and Spotify, Uh, go over and favorite and subscribe on there. And while you're at it, if you wouldn't mind leaving us on Google Play, on Apple, uh, on the podcast, leaving a five star review and some written words that helps other people find us. And we're thankful for that. You can head over to patreon.com backslash nintendo dads to support us. Follow us on social media at Nintendo That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever social media is at, YouTube, Twitch, you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Call in and leave us a voicemail at 929-2510 Dads. That's 929-256-3237. And if you want some sweet Nintendo dads merchandise Tiny.cc backslash Nintendo Dad store. You get t shirts, phone cases, duvet covers, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff. It's all there for you to go and show supporting us find some other Big thanks to OC for the music used throughout the show. And thanks to Adam Leonard and Carter Johnson for all the sweet artwork they do for us. For me, for Gary, and for Jesse, this has been episode 230 of Nintendo Dad. Bye bye.
0: houses.
2: Kindle ads.
0: Piao 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 piao